We understand that a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. The number of UFO sightings in Canada is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Tim Peeler swears he had an encounter with one of the most legendary beasts in history, Bigfoot. You'd think that with the beautiful photographs that we have of our round blue planet, it would convince any doubt. But there are still some who insist that the world is flat. Angry people who are convinced coronavirus is nothing more than a sinister plot to control their lives. But what do these conspiracy theorists know that we don't? We accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. And this is why they would lie. All right. And welcome, everyone, to episode two of our podcast, Why Would They Lie? The show that talks about the conspiracy theories and why the powers that be would lie about them. I am Miggy, and on our panel today, we have the lovely and talented Kai. Howdy. Also joining us is a creative and fun-loving Bambi. Hoodly diddly. <laughs> With us as well as a very intelligent crypto. Hello. And finally, we also have with us, as our special guest, Arian, who will be talking with us today about the food pyramid and human health in regards to our diets. Welcome, Arian. Yeah, thank you for having me. Not a problem. So, yeah, it's really interesting, this topic that uh, we're going to be talking about today, and hopefully you can shed some light on uh, why people have misconceptions about what they eat and their health and, uh, you know, regards to uh, what they talk about, you know, the mainstream talks about it, you know, like the food pyramid and what we're supposed to be eating and so on. Like what, what is your take on it? What, what do you, what do you think that? Well, so, so obviously the, the topic of food is, you know, apparently up for debate in, in, you know, this age of information. So there's a lot of people, uh, I guess, trying to figure out what it is they should be essentially putting in their pie hole to fuel them throughout the day. Now, right. you know, since since most of us are born into this world where we have this government, you know, and this government gives us the education system, and with this education system, obviously comes some kind of uh, guide, you know, that tells us what we should be consuming, you know, as as humans, as if someone has, uh, you know, figured out the optimal diet for human beings, and of course, they give us this this uh pyramid scheme i guess you could call it really is what it is because at the bottom you know you have a bunch of grains and at the top well that's where the meat is and we're fed a lot of grains and hardly any meat now of course you know people we've been led to believe that this is how it's supposed to be because well the television mainly you know i remember waking up as a child and cartoons come on and in between that a cereal commercial comes on so you know i gotta have fruity bubbles or i gotta have uh you know tricks or lucky charms or whatever it is so 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 you know so since birth since a very young age we think that these things that come in boxes are food and it turns out that it's not uh, now there's, there's many different ways you can go about realizing this, you know, obviously if you're like a, a, a skeptical mind or a, and a thinker, you can just look at the government and say, well, everything they say is a lie. So them telling me to eat plants must be a lie, but you know, most people don't go that far. They think that 
the government is here to uh, help them. You know, this is, it's like, I don't know, like the nanny state or something, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so they think that these people in, in the government are, are here for, right, your benefit. They're, these people have uh, uh, cultured a, uh, I don't even know, I really don't know, it's just culture, really, because everywhere has, has something different, right? But, but all places essentially have grains as their base. Now, why would they do this? Well, when you, when you feed humans, or actually when you feed any animal a diet that is incorrect, fundamentally and essentially, you are changing the health of that animal. And humans are animals, regardless of what people say. So we take the cow, for example, and this is something that you can actually go and find out for yourself. If you feed a cow grass like it's supposed to, everything that it produces will be perfect. The meat will be perfect. The dairy will be perfect. If you feed a cow uh, corn or something other like wheat, the meat degrades and the cow actually can't become pregnant and stops producing viable milk. And in fact, most of the milk that we get in the stores is homogenized, pasteurized, and then something's added back to it because of the effects of these animals not eating their proper diet throughout the year. So we can see this in animals, but for some reason people fail to apply this to the human, right? Because the human, we've been led to believe, is something more than just an animal. And a lot of people are even under the impression that they're not animals. So the same uh, logic that seems to apply to the entire world doesn't seem to apply to human beings any longer. We, we have become completely detached from what it is we should be putting in our mouth to keep us going through the day. Yeah, so it's you think that we've been taught this way of how to eat, you know, all because uh, they they want to, you know, foster kind of a an idea of what we should be eating to keep us on a road to bad health. Is that why you think that they would they would have us, you know, look at a food pyramid, let's say, or yeah, you know, this is what you're supposed to be eating, right? Like that's kind of what they yeah. Yeah, essentially, you're, you're right. They, they tell us what we should be eating because, again, they've been able to confuse us, right, in, in where we live. This, this goes back to the shape of the earth. Now, when you can trick someone and with that, you can trick them with anything. And the reason they want to promote poor health amongst human beings is because, yes, it degrades the human being. It, it makes plants essentially degrade the human body over time. So, so you can eat a bowl of cereal, you can eat a bowl of rice, you can eat a potato, you can eat these things once a day, three times a day, you can eat them every day for a week, every day for a month, you can eat them for 60 years. But the chances of you living longer than let's say even 70 years is very slim if you consume plant material on a regular basis. 
So are you, are you full carnivore then? Would you identify as a carnivore? Uh, well, so I don't like identifying as anything, right? That's like okay. right around saying I'm a vegan, you know, cause then I got to like start standing up for stuff and presenting mm-hmm. arguments. Yeah. So I don't, I don't say I'm a carnivore. I, I eat animals and animal products. Uh, and I, I will occasionally eat some fruits, but again, only when these things are in season. And I say again, I never said that before, but when these things are in season. So, so, you know, I'll have a watermelon or a cantaloupe or some berries, uh, but not until near the end of the year when these things would naturally be ready. So what's like a typical breakfast, lunch, and dinner that you would have? Just, just trying to gauge what you eat in a day. Okay, so, so when I tell you what it is, you'll, you'll say that I'm full carnivore. So today I had one and a half chickens. Uh, yesterday I had, uh, probably about a quarter pound of ham, uh, in total all day. The day before that, uh, was ham as well. Uh, some liverwurst, pork liverwurst. Uh, that's generally what my days look like. So like I'll eat, if I have pork chops for breakfast, I'll have pork chop for lunch. Uh, I kind of continue the same theme throughout the day. Uh, because what I find actually is that when I mix meats, so let's say I have a pork chop in the morning, uh, and then I have a chicken later on, it kind of disrupts the internal digestion. I'm not really sure why that is probably because it's a different type of meat, but, but if I eat, uh, pork in the morning and then pork again in the evening or at night, I have no issues. Uh, but then the next day I can eat chicken and have no issues. So it just seems to be within the same day. It might not be with everyone, but uh, this is just what I experience. That's interesting. What about like cooking it? Do you find that cooking it in certain ways will, you know, give you that same kind of feeling, will make you feel different if it's, you know, people have some steak rare or raw (laughs) or well done? Do you find that the way you cook it affects the meat? Sorry, I must have cut out. I apologize. Okay, so I, I think I get your question. Uh, yeah, so if you overcook the meat, yeah, it's far worse than if you undercook the meat. I think that was what you were... Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, so it seems, and there is a debate uh, amongst carnivores. Uh, you know, a lot of them, well, not a lot. Some will say raw is better than cooked. Uh, now in my experience, if it's overcooked, I find the most issues is when beef is overcooked for me, mm-hmm. uh, the rarer, the better pork. Uh, I don't really seem to notice much chicken. Uh, I don't eat raw to begin with. And yeah, I, you know, I might eat chicken raw one day. I don't know. I, I'll eat the insides, but not the meat. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. but uh, and again, you, you cut out, if you could repeat what you, what you said in between the cooking and then something about the effect. Uh, no, I was, I was questioning the fact, do you, if you cook meat, you know, if you were to have a steak, you know, some people have it rare, blue, I think it's blue, rare, or blood, I don't I can't remember what, yeah, like, it's, it's, blue, yeah, the stages of it, so blue, rare, medium rare, well done, do they affect you? 
differently. Like if you have a well done steak, will it affect your body? Sort of thing. Okay, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the the, the well cooked meat is uh, takes longer to digest. Right. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. It's eating raw is 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 a kind of new thing to me. I didn't know that there was many people that did until I went to Belgium, and it was a common thing when we came down for breakfast. The family that I was staying with would spread this kind of raw meat paste. It was like a raw it was basically just raw meat it was the first i came down with like my mouth open i was like well, you guys are eating raw meat like this is insane and it's common for a lot of people but before then which was about four years ago i never i never knew that people ate raw which oh, is yeah. an interesting kind yeah yeah it's quite common uh actually a lot of farmers see a lot of people don't know this people who uh butcher their own animals uh, they regularly drink the blood and eat the fresh organs uh, of the animals they slaughter. Wow. <laughs> yeah, most people don't know this, though, because it's, it's not yeah. something that they want people to know, because, again, right, the, the entire goal of them, right, they, whoever the government is, is uh, not to let us know how to live in our natural state. They want us discombobulated. Of course. Yeah. That makes sense, what you're saying about them drinking the blood and eating all the organ meat. Because I used to be vegan for about six years, and then I finally had a doctor tell me I need to eat meat again. And I had been eating meat on and off, but I w- really wasn't sure um, how much I should be eating. And... <laughs> My my cat, um, he started to get overweight because I was just feeding him. I thought I was feeding him good food. I was feeding him grain-free cat food, but it still had all this stuff in it. And I finally watched this video about how to prepare raw uh, carnivore cat food for your cat and just how good for, good it is for them to eat the you know, chicken livers, chicken hearts, and I had to go to the grocery store. And I remember asking the people, where do I buy this stuff? Because I had no idea. Because, I mean, I, I've been buying, I haven't bought meat most of my adult life. So I literally didn't even know. I went to the wrong part of the grocery store <laughs> to ask them for help <laughs> shopping for me. But after seeing how my cat just became so healthy over the last couple of months of feeding him a raw carnivore diet. And it was really gross at first, but now it doesn't gross me out um, to make the food. And he's now just like a little athlete. Like he, well, he's actually too, he's too healthy. I actually kind of regret it sometimes. I'm like, damn, I have just made my cat into a little baby tiger. (laughs) Maybe. There's like there's one day out of the week where I'm like, oh, I wish he was just eating that garbage cat food again. But he kind of inspired me, and I even started buying um, raw sockeye salmon because because uh, sockeye is a type of salmon where they can't uh, produce it through farming, fish farming. So they have mm-hmm. to catch it in the wild. So I ch- I started eating that raw um, in the morning uh, for breakfast and. That's as far as I got, but I would be down to try uh, yeah. more things like a blue steak, as you call it. Yeah. Yeah, blue steak. Yeah, see, it's interesting. You know, there's, there's so many indications uh, that lead us to the understanding of what we should be eating. 
And the pets that we keep are one of those because we, we have carnivore pets. Now, how can uh, something that's meant to eat vegetables have a pet that eats animals? That's just, it, there's, yep. there's something wrong there. You know, it doesn't make sense. And then to think that, you know, then these animals can be fed uh, plant-based diets is even worse. Uh, I don't even want to think about yeah. that. I can't believe people do that stuff, but. It's upsetting uh, to see. I know there's a lot of, uh, there's someone on, on the internet called The Vegan Teacher who feeds her little dog. It's uh, Jack Russell. She feeds it uh, a strictly vegan diet. And she says that her dog is, is happy and healthy. The dog looks at death's door and it's only young it's a shame i mean ideally i'd love to feed my dog raw meat but it's not my dog belongs to someone else i'm looking after but i'd love to feed him raw like a raw diet he's a canine like he has these big canine teeth for a reason and you know people are feeding these dogs vegetables it's Mm -hmm. i think it's horrible Mm -hmm. it is is horrible oh there was a there was a tv animal abuse exactly that's exactly what it is um we had a a show that comes on in the morning over here i think i think it was on good morning britain and they had a a woman on who was claiming about feeding her dog vegan and they usually do this kind of thing where they take upon someone who like that makes a claim of feeding their dog vegan and they bring on someone of the opposite so someone who's very raw meat for their dog the vegan one brought on her dog and they sat two bowls down, a bowl of raw meat and a bowl of what the dog usually eats, the vegetables that she cooks and prepares. And they said, let the dog go. And the dog went straight to the meat. Straight to the meat. <laughs> That's not surprising at all. Yeah, <laughs> wow. You know, it, it's even funny you say that uh, because there's a, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. I Googled it, a uh, baby eating steak. Uh, and it's essentially kind of the same thing. A baby has steak. It's it's very well or raw, almost raw, uh, medium rare, I would say. And then there's a pile of potatoes, mashed potatoes next to it. Uh, and mm-hmm. the baby ate all the steak and none of the mashed potatoes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So so just like the dog, the, the baby knows. And that's that's another thing. Uh, children tell us all the time that vegetables aren't very good. Yeah, but, they're always spitting them out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but, yeah. but, you know, as adults, right, adults think they know better than children, so they just think it's funny, right? Because they think, oh, it's healthy for you, it's good for you, it's supposed to taste disgusting. Ha, ha, ha. But really, that's also child abuse. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So when did you start eating this way? What What inspired that, and how long have you been eating this way? Well, so, so I've never been vegan. Uh, the, my, first, my first indication to me that we actually needed meat uh, was my ex-wife's experience. And this was like 10 years ago. She was vegetarian and she, she, wasn't, she wasn't vegetarian for like animal rights or anything she just was vegetarian because well who knows why but she she had all these issues she she had trouble going to sleep she had trouble waking up in the morning uh uh she went to the doctor the doctor told her she had low iron uh she had trouble focusing in school 
And of course, I ate meat. So one day I made a T-bone steak and I didn't offer it to her or anything. I didn't force her to eat it. She, she voluntarily started eating it. And by the end of the meal, she was holding the bone, uh, sucking the blood uh, where the fat was still attached uh, on the inside of the T-bone. And now that night, her restless leg syndrome uh, was completely gone. So usually she would have like, you know, kicking her legs would be restless during the night. But that night she slept like a like a baby, essentially. Uh, but at that time, I didn't really uh, make a food connection, you know, as far as the other things go, like the breads, the chips, the sodas, the things like that, because I still consume these things. It wasn't until I would say maybe six, six years ago. Uh, I was getting too fat for my liking. So I'm six foot and I was reaching 260 pounds, which I guess is okay. It's still not okay, but I noticed that my thighs were beginning, were beginning to rub. So, you know, I've seen women and their thighs rub and I was like, I can't be having that. So I had to go on the internet and try to figure out how to lose some weight. Now, the problem uh, obviously in my head, the, like initially was I couldn't do what my mom does because my mother, uh, unfortunately, and this is a lot of people's mothers, especially around here, uh, they're in this like idea that eating less fat is going to help you lose weight. But it seems when you do that, you just get fatter. Uh, and it's because when you, when you get rid of fat in your diet, you're you're getting rid of uh first of all a fuel source and you're getting rid of all the flavor so when you get rid of fat you have to replace things with sugar because the only other option is protein and protein you know it's not that great so so you know i knew that the way my mother was doing it wasn't right so i just went on the internet and i was a, a proponent of reddit at the time uh, not mainstream. I've never been a mainstream person. Uh, I've always been not really into the news ever since they called the cops on 911 and the passport survived. Uh, you know, it was like, you know, these guys are full of shit. So I stopped paying attention to that. But uh, that's what the mainstream promotes too is, you know, low fat. And even Reddit to a degree promotes low fat. I was, I'm more of an investigator. So I, I went, you know, a little deeper and I found a, a site or a subreddit called Keto, which is just K-E-T-O. Basically, it's the ketogenic diet. And there were people on there saying how uh, essentially they're eating bacon, cheese, and hamburgers uh, with lots of butter, and they're losing weight. So I was like, all right, well, I already eat hamburgers. I already eat bacon. I already eat cheese. So you're telling me all I got to do is stop eating bread, french fries, and beans? Because that's those are really the only things I consumed. Because I was never a big vegetable person. I was hated vegetables. The green things were fucking disgusting. But bread uh, was like my crutch, I guess you could call it. It was a thing I had to get over. So essentially, uh, I I increased because because everyone in the ketogenic community promoted eating some kind of vegetable. So I ate broccoli, asparagus, maybe some cauliflower. I saw onions and things like that. Uh, and these things, uh, 
I guess they can affect you, but I never really ate enough of them uh, to really do anything. But what I noticed was the more plants that I cut out of my diet, the, the better I felt and the, the younger I looked. <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, so it, I don't know, it, it was, it was kind of strange. So basically, uh, six years ago, I figured out that that's when I figured out that plants are, uh, not meant to be consumed by humans because they, they seem to do all kinds of things to us that, that don't really make sense. Like it doesn't really make sense why bread makes you fat in a way it does but it it doesn't you know it's not until after you you get into the understanding of how the body works and this is kind of where uh it led me because i i learned about food and how the body works before i learned that the earth wasn't a globe so so i realized when i realized that bread wasn't food i realized that there were liars amongst us and obviously the first place to look is the government right i always i always kind of figured that they were up to something but you know it's like what i didn't pay enough attention to them so so that kind of led me to realize that there is a lot more that we're being lied to than just what we eat, but it seems like what we eat is the base of it. And, and what we eat fundamentally changes the way you think too. So, so if you're eating an incorrect diet, let's say you're eating, uh, Wheaties, right? Now, Wheaties is not human food. Uh, in its natural form, you go out to the field, you would get the wheat, you would stick it in your mouth, you would chew it, and then you would spit it out. Now, if you were to swallow this, you would essentially be eating plant toxins because the the seeds, which is what the wheat is, they want to grow into another stock of wheat. So all seeds and all plants uh, via this, they have toxins inside that prevent them from being consumed by mammals, which is why very few mammals can even eat plants. Uh, and of those that can, they have to go through a process uh, in their digestive system in order for them to actually be viable. So like you take the cow, what they have like three or four stomachs and they chew on the grass all day long. Now, the majority of plants, oddly, are eaten by insects and not mammals. Mammals eat primarily other mammals or other living, living beings. Like I said, there's even very few of the mammals that eat just plants. And I, I don't know where I was going. I'm, I'm lost now, you know, because this, this kind of topic goes everywhere. Uh, but, okay, so, so how did I get into this? Yeah, that's, that's kind of how. I just realized that the plants were making me gain weight. But when mm -hmm. I realized uh, that they were making me gain weight, I realized they were doing other things because, you know, it's like, like the Wheaties uh the the plant and the sugar they they tell your body to store store fat 
But what I never considered were all those other ingredients that were in there that are being stored in the fat with these grains and the sugar, the toxins. Okay. Um, no, very interesting. I, I've got a few questions, kind of like mini questions, I guess. First of all, how long have you been kind of full, uh, would you say? How long have you been in a position where someone like me would describe you as a carnivore? That's the first question. Like how long have you been mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably say full carnivore, like, like you would say it, without including the, the fruit seasonally, maybe mm, three years. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and would you say that um, you've noticed an enormous difference over that time? Or was it mainly at the start, like when you first transitioned not in that way, obviously. Um, when you first transitioned to like being a carnivore, would you say you noticed the most benefit then, or is it more of a long-term benefit that you're noticing now? Well, it was it was definitely it was definitely in the beginning noticeable uh, right like not right away, but there there was a point where I it was very noticeable that when I eliminated uh, all these plants, things improved a lot. Now, the long-term benefit uh, is that uh, I no longer uh, – see, it's really – to me, I'm no longer aging. Uh, so, so I don't, I don't have the – because I'm 40 – I'm about to be 42 years old, uh, and on a regular basis, I'm mistaken for mid-20s. Wow. Okay. And do you think that might be to do specifically with the fat in your diet? Because um, there's one interesting thing. Now, I come from a – I'm not a bodybuilder, but I come from a, like a bodybuilding community. Um, and they often talk about fat doesn't make you fat, right? So that's like a catchphrase in the bodybuilding community. And it's it's – I'm just highlighting something you said earlier about how you need fat in the diet to actually stay lean, which sounds counterintuitive but actually isn't when you when you understand sort of how the body works but i guess um the, the, i guess there's a few different questions i wanted to ask but what i'll do first of all is i'll finish asking kind of the community questions so um do you do you salt your food and do you drink things like coffee i guess we'll do those questions okay yeah i i do salt my food uh not a lot uh, it depends on what it is. I can cook a pork chop and lightly season it with salt. Uh, steak, same thing. I tend to avoid steak, really, because I always require butter. Uh, and when it comes to coffee, uh, I will drink coffee occasionally, cold brew only, because hot brewed coffee, well, it doesn't taste very pleasant. And when I say not very often, what I mean by that is, uh, the cold brew coffee is I will literally uh, take a quarter of the cold brew concentrate and then three-fourths water. So it's very watered down. Okay. I think that was the last question, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I did want to ask about parasites as well. So obviously if you eat um, meat and you're not cooking the meat, how, how do you deal with kind of the potential parasites that you would find in that meat? Well, so, so that's an interesting question because uh, a parasite is essentially a piece of meat. 
So, so let's just say, for example, you know, you have a parasite the size of an earthworm. Uh, the earthworm is is meat. Now, if you eat that earthworm, your body is just going to digest it. Uh, the only way that you can actually receive a parasite into your body is if you disrupt the digestive enzymes in the body itself. Because, again, humans are designed to digest meat. So anything that's flesh will just get used. Now, now, if you're putting something in the body like, I don't know, let's say oats, <clears throat> oats cannot be digested by the body. So oats essentially are disrupting the digestive system. Uh, the, the bile can't digest them, uh, which means that anything that could potentially be with the oats, like let's say a parasite, uh, then could get past the intestines and into the body because uh, the oats, not only are they not, not being digested, they're actually lessening the uh, digestive abilities of the bile in your body. So when you do that, again, meat won't get digested. So you could get a, uh, a parasite a lot quicker from eating oats than you could ever get from eating raw meat. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks. For that. And see, and not now I'd like to also point out too, because, uh, people might find that hard to believe, but if you go look at a lot of grains, uh, what are, what are they called? What are those little bugs that come in, uh, mealworms? Okay. Mealworms are found in grain products. Now they're not put there. The mealworms are always there. Now, when you eat the meal, you're eating the larva that's in there. People don't really understand that, but that is what's happening. So almost all grains and almost all plants that you consume have some kind of very small insect bug on it. Egg, more than likely. Every single one. Okay, interesting. So... Mm. Um, so that means that that what you're basically saying is if I'm going to ask you about parasites, I should ask vegans about parasites as well. They shouldn't be like, yeah. yes, well, yeah. you, you should, but but fundamentally they won't understand it because uh, you know they're under the impression that parasites can only be gotten from meat because you know they don't they don't do their research. Hold on. So are you saying that vegans can't possibly be vegan? Oh, they're consuming those little animals, those little bugs, yeah. those parasites. Yep. Actually, there there is no such thing as a uh, 100% vegan. Uh, even, I mean, the fact that they're using a computer and the internet already negates their veganism because uh, almost all the electronic parts in these things are from dead animals. How, how do you mean? Uh, flesh that out for us, uh, pardon the pun. Okay, so uh, so there's a lot of metals used in um, electronics, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay, so, so the question then becomes, where do these metals come from? <clears throat> now, people will say, oh, well, they come from nature. Okay, that still doesn't tell me where they come from. Okay, now, 
everyone does know that there's iron in the blood. Everyone knows that there's minerals in the blood. Now, all of the iron, all of the steel, all of the copper, all of the gold, all of these minerals come from blood. If you take the blood of a cow and you put it in a pan and you cook it, it'll start turning black. If you continue to cook it, it'll get hard. It'll become hard as steel. You can then mix it with other metals and make a sword, all from cow's blood. So if you use any type of thing that has any type of steel in it, which is pretty much everything in existence, you're not a vegan. Okay. Um, maybe well, we'll damn. ask a, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Ask well, well, and this goes, I mean, I can take this even farther, right? Because then, then we'd be like, well, we find iron in the ground, right? Well, where did these, these iron veins come from in the ground? Well, uh, the giant dead things that we're standing on, but we won't go into that. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, maybe that's a topic for another time. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Well, there's one thing that I wanted to hear or your opinion on and ask you uh, one more thing just before we move on. Um, so when I, when I was looking up to ask for our next section, which is Bitch, come on, when I was looking up stuff for that, I'd come across a lot of articles that were worded titles such as why do meat eaters feel threatened by vegans? Uh, why does veganism make people angry? Why are carnivores so hostile towards vegans how would you respond to stuff like that of people saying like why why are why do you feel threatened by a vegan how would you respond well so yeah so so i don't feel threatened by uh people and what they eat now mm. what i've noticed though is that veganisms do feel threatened and vegans uh are hostile they're they seem to be angry and i've me and me and mj were talking about this the other day and we we kind of came to a conclusion that uh people who eat plants are are essentially angry because their body is upset so so if you're eating like rice grains cake you know, vegetables, things that your, your body can't do anything with, your body is essentially upset. Now, it tells you in all kinds of ways. It'll give you a headache. You'll get a cramp. You'll feel bloated. You know, you'll, you'll intestinal issues. You fart. You'll burp. But, but people are always under the impression that these are natural things, right? Just go take a Donald, take some Pepto-Bismol, you know, do an enema, you'll be fine. So, so it seems like uh, the people, the vegans are actually the ones who are angry and being threatened. When you see topics like this, uh, a mm -hmm. lot of times it's projection. It's, it's the yeah. same the way globalists will do with, with flat earthers. Uh, you know, they project their own uh, fears and, and uh, misconceptions onto uh, us, you know, thinking that we're the ones feeling a certain way when they're the ones getting upset. 
100%. I mean, they're the ones that have got like these extreme vegan activists that, for example, I saw a news article when I was looking this up and it was a video of a truck that was taking pigs to the slaughterhouse, really. And they had made a, a human barricade on the road to stop the trucks. Stop the truck had to stop. And what they did was the barricade stayed and people on the side jumped out the bushes and started giving water to all the pigs. And the driver leaps out and he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And they're like, we're giving them water. You can't slaughter these pigs. And he looked them dead in the eyes and he goes, you know, I'm going to go take these pigs to the slaughterhouse and they're just going to be destroyed because I don't know whether you've poisoned them right now. So you've just murdered these pigs serving no purpose, which I thought was hilarious. In fact, yeah, they've just, they wanted to help. They were giving the pigs water, but now the pigs are dying for no reason. You know, they're they're just getting slaughtered for no purpose. They're not going to go feed a hungry soul. They're not going to go and, you know, do what they're meant to do, what they're on this earth for. They're going to go just be slaughtered and disposed of because you don't know what's in that water. There could be anything. Yeah, yeah there's a fundamental difference between, between these people, between vegans and, I guess you could just say, carnivores. Uh, like, have you ever seen... If you've ever seen, there's there's two guys. There's a guy named Milk Jar, uh, and then uh, Godus or Sverage. Uh, these Sverage is probably the most popular. Godus uh, is is his uh, channel name, his main one. G O A T I S, I think, is what it is. But Milk Jar is another one. Milk Jar was in New York one time, several times actually. Uh, standing by those people who who hold the computers. You know, and they show the slaughterhouses and they tell people to go vegan. And he's sitting there just eating meat uh, around them. And they're all being extremely hostile towards him, the milk jar guy. And Gaddis, he does something similar. He goes to some convention and all he's doing is he's eating raw meat. uh, And someone comes up and uh, dumps a barrel of like paint on him or something Mm -hmm. uh, just for eating meat. It's yeah, it's it's kind of silly, and you don't see you you actually never see meat eaters doing the same thing. You'll never see a meat eater going and protesting vegans. What for? Exactly, let them do their mm-hmm. thing, which should be the same for them. And I mean, there's so yeah. many of these activists, and they're willing to put their lives in the line. Another one that I saw was they I don't know whether it was a chicken or a duck slaughterhouse where they basically hang them up by the feet and they go round on the conveyor belt to where they're going. And this group of vegans had put their necks through where the feet would go and locked them, padlocked themselves in. But somebody, yeah, it was the one where somebody had obviously bumped the button and the the conveyor belt started to move and they were getting choked. And they were willing to do that. Yeah, I mean, they were they were willing to do that, which and uh, it's insane. It really is the the length that people go to over what you put in your mouth. See, this is why I say mm-hmm. people are more triggered by by food than they are the flat earth. Well, and I, I will say, I will play dev- devil's advocate for one second, and I will say, I think that um, the way that the meat and dairy industry goes about killing the animals, they could definitely do some things to, yeah. quote-unquote, reduce suffering. I think that's still an issue I have as an ex-vegan. I think that sometimes the way that they have all these, because ch- like, what should be happening is 
if we were back in the olden days, we would just have our own animals and we would just kill them ourselves, right? We would have mm-hmm. cows, a couple chickens, and, you know, they could just be on open pasture, eat grass as they should. But because of, you know, every, people live in apartments now and people live in the cities, they don't have room and um, the lifestyle has kind of push the the food industry to become this way and i think there could be things that they could do to be more quote unquote humane uh with the animals so i do i do agree with the vegans on that on that end in terms of like you know if they don't need to like if there's going to be a point where they're like are chopping like they'll chop chickens beaks off or whatever i'm like is that really necessary to do before you kill them like just you know what I mean? Absolutely like there's some that. things yeah, they can like, do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. I, for example, I work with, with owls and we feed them flash frozen chicks. So the chicks all get put into a room and they're flash frozen. So the death is instant, completely painless, really humane. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to feed my owls vegan food. So obviously they're going to get like baby chicks, the, um, rabbit, yeah, quail, mice, and they're all come f- flash frozen, which is a really humane way to kill animals. It doesn't affect the meat in any way, it just freezes them. Um, and yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, again, I'm for protests in the way that they do stuff like that, but a lot of these vegans are doing it just because it's meat. Mm-hmm. And right. I, I get, you know, you see videos of ones that are cows that are strung up and while they're alive they get slipped from you know neck to toe sort of thing and they're they're just left there to bleed out and pain and suffering i get that uh they do need to do it in a much more humane way but i i I do agree devil's advocate there they should be killing animals in a more humane way but um yeah well, yeah. yeah, essentially it's the uh, the dissolution of corporations because they're the ones yeah. who have uh, created all of these, this this uh, industry of, uh, you know, slaughterhouses essentially and, you know, this inhumane way of processing our food. Exactly. And they would do the same. I mean, for all these, you know, vegan, if you want to have a bunch of soybeans, you got to clear out a whole forest and kill a lot of animals in the process. Just to exactly. grow the the food, and a lot of us, if if you have an issue with how food is being made, you have to take the responsibility yourself, and and you know get a garden, and you know get some chickens, and and do it yourself. That way, you can kind of break away from the corporations. Yeah, see, exactly. that's the thing. People people need to become de disnified because people don't know where their food actually comes from anymore. They don't, they don't know. At, at least it seems like that's what I've heard, that people don't know where meat comes from. It's like, how can you not know that it's an animal? Mm-hmm. So, All right. yeah. Yeah, okay, so we'll, we'll move on to our next section, which is Bitch Come On. Me and Kai have uh, hand-picked out some interesting things said by vegans, done by vegans, etc., um so yeah first we'll start off with our with our intro crypto you got that lined up we get to shimmy on over perfect here we go bitch come on bitch come on bitch come on yeah come on bitch Bitch, come on come on bitch this rubber is making drier than the sahara desert (laughs) that's the keeper 
Yeah. I'm never gonna get over that last line. Every time we say it, I'm gonna chuckle before we start. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's a keeper. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy you threw that part in there. <laughs> oh, well, so great. And you got that the first time when I was like, say something funny. Nailed it right, yeah. right on the head. There and then, first clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So, Kai, bitch, come on. What have we got to yes. do? We are going to read some vegan spiraling comments and some memes. Me and Bambi just try to find some good ones. Mm -hmm. uh, and our guest, uh, BB Wolf, I, I don't know what to call you because I call, we, we call you a different name on a different server. So uh, feel free to, you know, chime in if you have some good disses for for the hate comments. Yep. Will do, will do. Awesome. All right then. So I'll start us off, Kai. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the ones I found were this one's one of my favorites. Uh, a corpse is meat gone bad. Well, what's cheese? Corpse of milk. Which, <laughs> which is by an Irish author, James James Joyce wrote that. Uh, we'll say that one more time for the people in the back row. Uh, a corpse is meat gone bad. Well, what is cheese? corpse of milk that's <laughs> what come on oh, bitch come man. on bitch come on bitch come on even when I was what? vegan I would not refer to uh, cheese as a corpse <laughs> I know right can I get a double corpse burger please <laughs> oh, that's, good, that's what I'm going to ask for yeah. <laughs> Ask for that next time and see if they, what look they give you. Like, huh? <laughs> wow. That's oh, there's there's quite a few funny ones that were found. Another one was, um, one day we'll look at farming the same way we look at slave slavery today. Comparing slavery to animals on farms. That's a... <laughs> That's a more of a bra moment than a bitch can find. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I live out west, and there's tons of farmland where you can just see these big, uh, the, the, the cows, they don't look, they're not the dairy cows. They're like the beef cows, so they're just completely black. And they just lounge all day long, just eating grass. And I'm like, damn, that looks like the life. So I know, right? I'm just sunning, having a good time. Yeah, it's great. I like the sound. Yeah. I like the idea of it. Um, see, that's a funny one. This one's another one of my favorites. Look at hospitals. All people in there eat meat. What? Yeah. Oh, shit, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> when I was yeah, in the hospital, I had chocolate geez. pudding. Bitch, come on. Yeah, bitch, come on. Whatever. Man. <laughs> Hospital food is some of the worst fucking food ever. Ain't no meat in there. Yes. That's probably why they stay in there longer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kai? What ones have you got? Okay, I had a me a meme that said, meat eaters that claim to hate vegans so much, why not just ignore us like you do climate change, deforestation, and animal suffering? <laughs> I just had to laugh because of the climate change part. I was, dude. Yeah. 
It's the V beside her name. In the meme that Kai showed us, there's a little V beside her, her Twitter handle. So everybody knows she's a vegan. Just looking at her, oh, she's yes. got in a circle. <laughs> Certified vegan. Another one that I thought was so funny. This is, I guess this is not pro-vegan. But it says, legend says that if you utter Greta Thunberg's name three times over a vegan sausage roll, an angry middle-aged man's willy drops off. Hashtag science. (laughs) I hate Greta Thunberg so much, so this just made me laugh. Who is that anyways? This little child puppet who just goes on about climate change. And she just has the most like annoying voice ever. I'm glad Mm -hmm. I don't know who she is. Yeah, she goes on crying about climate change. She was up on like a podium and she was like, you have ruined my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So she sounds like a Muppet. Okay. I can't remember where she's from. Is she, is she from like Denmark or Belgium? Or yeah, I don't know where she's like, from. Yeah, something over that way. Sweden, something Norway. I don't know yeah. where she's from. But yeah, she's. Uh, it's funny because she, she took a fucking plane to get to America for this conference. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. She took a plane like in her life. Like she was flying between these places to do conferences. She did do like a massive boat thing. But she's like, climate change, bad gases. Oh, but let me hop on a plane and a train and you know, I'll get back to you in a minute. <laughs> I wanna find a picture of her. It's gonna take me forever. It'll take me too long though. If anyone has a picture posted in the fucking chat. This girl just um, is so she's just like the ultimate lunatic liberals dream child. Just yeah. virtue signaling out her asshole. Um yeah. I had one more. Let me find it. Where is it? Okay, it's another meme. Parent, eat your greens. Veggies are healthy for you. Child. Okay. Child. Becomes vegan. Parent. Yo, not that much. That's unhealthy. (laughs) (laughs) Just just eat it, but don't eat it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's the point that that, um, BB had made earlier about um, how kids don't like vegetables. You know, they spit them out at such a young age. Oh yeah, kids hate them. They can't stand vegetables. It's it's funny. You'll you'll never find uh, a sad kid eating bacon, but you'll find plenty of sad kids eating broccoli. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta turn them into little trees and pretend that you're eating tiny trees to help them swallow it. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can do that for meat. You set a plate of meat down, and that's gone. <laughs> yep. Yes. No, no problems there. That's so that's true. Right. I remember as a kid, I hated vegetables so much. When my mom would make green beans, I would take like a little school folder and put it up at the table so I couldn't see them eat it. I would just eat to myself. Oh my God. I hated green beans so much. I just thought they were the most disgusting shit ever. All right, yeah, I got to Here's a how bad it was. Ooh. Okay. I was going to say, here's no, how bad it was for, for me and my brother uh, when we were kids. Uh, we used to eat vegetables so much, we would put them under the couch or behind the refrigerator oh, and no. then dispose of them later. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they built up for over two years until we had to no. do yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> not that bad. I'm so, yeah, I'm so glad you added the disposal of them later. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it didn't last very long because our, our be parents were on to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they usually are. Right, I got I got two more here. Um. Oh, that's a cute little bird. <laughs> are you outdoors, Phoebe? I think that's his dinner. Yeah, I, I am outdoors. <laughs> no, I, I, I already ate my dinner. Uh, it stopped uh, clucking a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just like uh, would go go out into nature and just pluck a bird out and just throw it straight in your mouth. <laughs> That's called I me. Mean, well, I, I would, but the problem is, is that the birds that are available, they're not very big. The largest we got is maybe a pigeon. Uh, and that's, yeah, not, that's not really, that's like a snack. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> not much meat on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, not at all. All right. This one is, uh, I know fat vegans exist, but I wish they wouldn't call themselves vegans. It makes us look bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bitch, come on. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <sighs> Oh, and then last one is uh, meat eaters have been brainwashed into eating meat. Brainwashed. <laughs> yep. Actually, I think that is my favorite one. Yeah, we've been brainwashed yeah. into eating meat, but yet vegans want fake meat. Brilliant. Yes. True. Very yeah. true. That is that is very true. Yeah. There. Well, that was actually another one that I didn't read out that I also found, which was vegans who. Uh, Eat, who eat mock meats shouldn't call themselves vegan because they still crave meat, which was uh, another one. The fact that you're still craving meat as a vegan, you know, your mock meats, that's ironic. Yep, it is ironic. Or is it? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, well and as a, a vegan, a- you can only have so many slices of avocado toast. You just get bored. <laughs> yeah. Where's those fake chicken nuggets at, man? I need something. Where's my sirloin and my ribeye? Like, <laughs> my taste buds yeah, exactly. need it. Yeah. A nice big chicken breast. Yeah. Well, that's it for Bitch Come On. That is us for another another show. Always Sweet. love that section. Shall I do the same tune again for the outro, or are we kind of... Yes, sir. Woo-hoo! Okay. Go on, then. Nope. <laughs> Probably help if I actually did the right one. Just give him a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bitch, come on. Bitch, come on. Bitch, come on. Yeah, come on, bitch. <laughs> bitch, come on. Come on, bitch. This Uber is making drier than the Sahara Desert. <laughs> That's the keeper. Perfect. Brilliant. Um, okay, cool. So, should we should we head straight into the mini quiz? Yes, sir. Okay, so Baby Wolf, are you are you ready? Um, yes, ready as I'll ever be. Sweet. Okay, so I don't know if you know how the mini quiz works, but I'll explain uh, the rules. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you uh, some headlines. I'm going to tell you the source of the headline and the headline itself. And you have to tell me if that headline actually exists. So I might say, for instance, um, Pepsi is the best drink in the world. I don't know, CNN. And you have to tell me if that headline actually exists on CNN. Gotcha. But all of them are going to be themed around 
today's subject, which is carnivorism, or there are a couple of yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah, kind of yeah. a little bit. So last week, Mary Mum got five out of ten. Do you think you can beat five? Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know, because because I kind of heard some of what you were telling her or the ones you were giving her last week, and they're pretty good. So I don't know if I can beat five out of ten. Beat five, I don't know. Okay, well, we'll see, won't we? Right, okay, so we're going to do the first one then. The first one uh, from The Guardian. If you, Do you know The Guardian? I've heard of it, yes. Okay, so uh, The Guardian, and the headline is simply Karmic Carnivorism. Uh, is that a real headline on The Guardian, or is that a fake headline that I made up? Man, all it says is Karmic Carnivorism. Okay, that is a real headline. Yep. Okay. Okay. You sure? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. You going true? Yes. Okay. Let's find out. Hold on. What's going on here? There we are. That's true. There we are. So I got one. Yes. You got one out of one so far. Oh, right, you're Mary, mom, you're going down. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off strong. Starting off strong. Okay, uh, on to number two. Um, <laughs> should we eat anything with a face? Question mark. Mm. Uh, now, this is uh, this either is or is not on intelligencesquared.com. Um, is that a true headline or is that a false headline? Intelligence Squared. I've never heard of this uh, this site. Can you give me a brief overview of what they cover? So Intelligence Squared, um, they're really kind of like a, a debate platform. Often what they'll do is they'll set up like two-on-two -two debates in a, in a hall where they'll discuss all, all manner of things. Um, but normally it's, it's on, the, like on the political intellectual edge. So they'll... Should, yeah. So should we eat anything with a face? Yeah, so that would have been a... Uh, yeah, if this is true, that would have been a debate that they set up and, and they were commenting on that. Yeah, I'm going to say that's not a headline. So you're going with false? Yeah, I'm going with false. Are you sure? Mm, yes. Okay. Let's find out if that's true or false. That's true. Well done. Wait, Wait so, so I got it right? No, you got it wrong. Oh, uh, it, shit. That's what I knew. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So the, uh, the headline is, is in fact, uh, true on Intelligence Squared's website. So... Uh, you got the first one right, and the second one wrong. So you're one Damn, out of okay. two. Um, okay, still rubbing your hands, though. Do you think you can beat five? Shit, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Um, number three. Um, this is from the BBC. Uh, veganism is the best diet for you and your man. Is that a true headline, or is that a false headline? Oh my God, for you and your man. See, that part right there really kind of... Uh, fuck. Mm, it's a... Man. <laughs> <sighs> see, this could be... Okay, see, okay, I'm going to go with true. It is, it is a real headline. Yeah. Final answer. Okay. Is it true or false? I got you it. are fake news. Fuck! Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I invented it. <sighs> See, I yeah, I... listening to you yeah. last time, I, you were good. See, that's why I knew. Because you're good at this. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So one out of three so far. Um, let's see if we can uh, get you above five, but it's not looking good so far. Um, okay, so um, number four. Killing what you eat, colon. The dark side of compassionate carnivorism. Uh, and that either is or is not a headline on the Freakonomics website. Um, is that true or is that a false headline? Uh, man, that's a true headline. Think so? No, of course not, but that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, let's find out. Is that true or is that false? That's true. Yes. Nicely done. Nicely done. Two out of four so far, so we're going straight for mid-table mediocrity by the looks of things. Hey, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, right, okay. So um, question number five we're up to now. Uh, kill your favorite dish. Examining the role of new carnivorism in perpetuating meat eating. Uh, and that is on Brill.com. Or is it? Uh, I'm going to go with, oh man, Brill.com. Fake. You think that's fake news? Yeah, it's fake news. Okay, let's see. That's true. Fuck, man. Your pat- I don't know your pattern either, man. You're... Mm. Yeah. Come on, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, I never said I was a genius at figuring out cryptos, crypto stuff. <laughs> He's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I, mean, I think that's what's well, so annoying well, with people. Yeah, you don't, and, and you're good at creating these these uh, these titles that I mean, because these things are silly anyways. But some of them are true. It's like I don't know which ones are real and which ones aren't. This is too good. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Thank you for that. So we're two out of five so far. However, we can still get a maximum of seven, which would beat Mary Mom's score from last week. So we shall okay. see. Question six: Don't shit where you eat. The case against veganism. Uh, and that's thecarnivore.com. Is that true or false? Don't shit where you eat. Mm. <laughs> false. You think that's fake? Yeah. Okay, let's see. You are fake news. Yes. Okay. Very nice. Well done. Three out of six so far. Uh, we've only got four more to go. Um, but you only have to get three of these to go ahead of Merry Mom. So number seven. Number seven. This one's from The Atlantic. Dead cow walking. The case against born-again carnivorism. Is that true or is that false? Re- repeat the headline one more time. Sure. Dead cow walking. The case against born-again carnivorism. True. That's true? Yes. Okay. Let's find out. That's true. Yes. Nice. On a roll. You've gone from one out of three to like four out of seven, so you're blitzing it now. Yeah. Gonna make Uh, a comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this next one's from BuzzFeed, or is it? Um, Veganism is the last bastion of white supremacy. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck? Is that true or is that false? <laughs> uh, <laughs> false. 
It's true. <laughs> Do you think true or false? <laughs> I just gotta say that oh. was one hell of a question, man. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh man. Uh, true. You think true? No, but yes. <laughs> Come on, I need to find out something. Come on. Okay, true, true. You gave it true. Okay, cool. Let's mm-hmm. see if that's true or if that's false. Let's see. You are fake news. Ah, man. Yeah, sorry, I made it up. I knew <laughs> Crypto I... could have made that up. <laughs> I knew that yeah, but I... you never can tell. Yeah. Uh-huh. I knew if I paired BuzzFeed with white supremacy, then it would have enough credibility that yeah be true. yeah 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 yep, yep. buzzfeed <laughs> threw it off yeah if it was anyone else i would have said fake news but yeah buzzfeed man <laughs> <sighs> all right let's go next one okay number nine uh eating animals the nice way is a headline from lad bible is that true or is that false eating animals the nice way from lad bible that's false yeah it's false yeah, false. Okay, let's find out. You are fake news. Yeah. Is indeed false. <laughs> You're on five out of nine now, so if you get this, then um, Mary Mom has to go into second place. All so right. Let's see if you can get it. Uh, you got Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you'll have bragging rights over our last guest. Um, yeah. Number seven. You don't have to follow 100% plant-based diet for ideal health, says Vegan Doctor. That's the headline. Uh, now, is that a true headline or a false headline from plantbasednews.org? Oh, yeah, that's a true headline. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's nothing I can do to knock you off stride here. Uh, <laughs> so, let's see. That's true. Well, yeah. So you, you recovered from a poor start to actually get six out of ten on the headline yes. mini quiz. Very well done to Airy and very well done to you. All right. It won't last for long. Someone else will beat me soon. I can guarantee it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, B.B. Wolf, it, Wolf, it sounds like you could build a fire with just rubbing your hands together. <laughs> yeah, like a fire is going to spark up, bro. You can almost see the sparks coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't uh, rub the skin off your hands. <laughs> oh no, no, I, I'm I'm well lubricated. My hands are uh, nice and moisturized. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, now, because because you broke um, Mary Mom's record, I f- I feel as though you need uh, some kind of applause. So um, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, I, I'd like to thank my mother, uh, my father, uh, and the garbage man. Thank you. Awesome. I don't know how long this snippet lasts. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Please stop <laughs> clapping. Thank you, thank you. That's enough. Thank, thank you. No encore. Thank you. I don't play the piano. Sorry. Was <laughs> just bras getting thrown. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good. Well done. Yes, yes. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Should we um should we move on to normally what we would do after this is we would have like a, an interview segment where we would ask you how you kind of got into 
um, whatever the topic is. But I feel like you've already answered all of those questions. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but we can probably just move straight to like a freeform chat or just maybe um, after show or whatever. What do you guys think? Sure. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Is, is there anyone that's got any questions? You guys got anything else you want to ask, BB? No, I'm pretty good right now. He answered most okay. of the questions that I was thinking about. Yep. Same for me. We can Except- go to freeform. Oh yeah. There are a few questions from the um, uh, f- from the the audience. If you want to have some more questions. Oh yeah, sure. Cool. Okay. Um, so one of them was, let me have a look. How do you feel about herbal supplements? Um, so ashwagandha, turmeric, etc. Herbal supplements. Uh, I I don't take them. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't recommend anyone taking them either. It's literally it's just uh, ground up, concentrated plant material. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I wasn't sure if I was waiting for a second uh, sentence or not. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else there is. Because uh, that's really, you know, uh, herbal supplements, you know, it's like people take them because they think that they're getting some kind of benefit from taking the herbal supplement. Uh, but there, there is no indication that they benefit you in any way. I mean, I've taken herbal supplements and I don't, I don't see any benefit from taking, uh, you know, uh, seaweed or whatever, whatever, whatever it is that is in these herbal supplements. You know, I don't, they're just, they don't seem to do anything, really. It's just like a gimmick, essentially. Fair enough. Um, do you guys have any other questions on this topic for our guest? No, I don't. I'm all good. Okay. Um, there's one more from the, um, from the, uh, the audience. And they're saying, why fruits, but not veggies? Why fruits and not veggies? Okay, well, I really don't even recommend most fruits because, well, most fruits are hybridized, just like uh, all veggies are hybridized, hybridized, uh, which is why I say no veggies and some fruit, because... Uh, all of the vegetables that you think are vegetables that are in the grocery store, if you get their wild counterpart, uh, it's typically super small and it doesn't taste very good. So, for example, people might assume that a potato is considered a vegetable. Uh, the wild potato is really small, smaller than a golf ball, uh, and it's extremely toxic it's like filled with selenium or something like that uh so so what they did was they took these small potatoes and they crossbred it with something else essentially increasing the starch which makes it grow bigger uh so you know that's one of the questions i like to ask people is well if we are supposed to be eating vegetables what vegetables should we be eating and what vegetables would i find in nature so if all the groceries grocery stores shut down and i have to go out and fend for myself uh there there are no there's no such thing as a vegetable the the vegetable that we're told about you, you don't find it just in nature somewhere 
And then, of course, with the fruits, there's very few fruits that you actually just find in nature. So where I'm at, uh, you got crab apples, <laughs> which are about the size of golf balls, and they're kind of bitter. They're not really that great to eat. The apples that you get in the store are crab apples mixed with something else. So uh, I really wouldn't recommend any of those fruits either. So, you know, what fruits are there then? I mean, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't, I don't really even know which fruits are even natural and which ones aren't. So really it's like a, uh, like a user, you know, how, how you feel when you eat it. So if you want to go eat tomatoes or cucumbers or watermelon or, uh, you know, anything like that, try it yourself uh, and see how you feel. A lot of people don't really feel that great. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. I know, like for for example, bananas and stuff are are not what they are in the wild. You know, there was a I, the reason I came across this was there was a people talking about how we eat bananas wrong because monkeys eat them from the bottom, which is actually wrong. They snap them in half and eat them from the center. But their bananas are completely different to the stuff that we make because ours is all man made, mm. basically. You yeah, know, they've got big massive seeds. Yeah. They've got these yep. big massive seeds in their bananas and stuff and they just look completely different. They're not these, you know, typical bright yellow that we know as bananas. Yeah, the bananas we get, uh they've had the they've had the starch increased, whatever however they do that. That's essentially what they're doing to a lot of these uh things that we're we're consuming they're increasing the level of of something in it through through mm -hmm. uh essentially like root cutting or uh grafting that's that's essentially mm -hmm. how you hybridize these things so that's what we have we have a grocery store full of hybridized plant material yep pretty much okay yeah there's one there's one more question from the um from the audience and uh this is a this is a good one to end on actually. To be fair, um, is there any animal that you won't eat, and if so, why? Hmm. No. There, so there isn't an animal that I. Yeah, I eat everything. I mean, everything deserves a fair chance, right? True. Even human. <laughs> well, well, I I, I, I wasn't considering nice. that, but uh, if if he that's being nice. considered an animal, yeah, <laughs> I would never eat a human. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, that, no. Just double check him. He's not going to come and eat you. Don't worry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Brilliant. Alrighty um, then. Okay. Well, um, I, th I think that went really well. I really enjoyed that. So um, thank you very much, Bebe Wolf, for coming on and telling telling us about the you know virtues of carnivorism. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. You guys were uh, quite enjoyable. <laughs> thank you. Yep. Would you recommend and, uh, us to a friend? 
Yes, I would. I would recommend you to a friend. Seven All out right, of ten. Give us a five. <laughs> Seven out of ten. Okay, great. That's better than your score on the mini quiz. <laughs> so there you go. Make sure you leave a review. <laughs> also, I will. also stick around for the the after show chat after after this uh, show ends. We, we have the after show. So for everybody else that uh, joins us with the after show, just uh, stay here. We're going to continue to have a discussion afterwards. So. But for the regular show, this will conclude that. So I guess we're going to go ahead and end it here. So, yes, sir. All right. So we'll see you guys next time. The next show, Why Would They Lie? Tadio? We understand that a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. The number of UFO sightings in Canada is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Tim Peeler swears he had an encounter with one of the most legendary beasts in history, Bigfoot. You'd think that with the beautiful photographs that we have of our round blue planet, it would convince any doubt. But there are still some who insist that the world is flat. Angry people who are convinced coronavirus is nothing more than a sinister plot to control their lives. But what do these conspiracy theorists know that we don't? We accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. And this is why they would lie.